Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vandegraaff, happy to be your host today. Glad you can join me here where we share no-nonsense, straight, and actionable content that you can apply in your practice right away. This episode today is sponsored by nobody because we don't have sponsors. We're bringing this straight from us to you to help dentists improve their practice and their life. In that vein, let's jump in. I want to share with you a principle that you can apply right away at your practice today to increase your production while providing more convenient treatment for your patients. It's also a serious mistake that most dentists are making throughout each day. I'm talking about single tooth dentistry, treating one tooth at a time. A study in dental economics said that 81% of dentistry done today in the country is one tooth dentistry. My challenge for you is to do this less. I'm not saying that to do well, you have to do more full arch rehabs or smile makeovers or that you need to implement complex, staggered doctor time scheduling programs. I like to keep things simple. And I can tell you, if you focus on this one simple principle, you can significantly improve your practice. If you find yourself busy throughout the day, seeing lots of patients, and then you finish in the afternoon exhausted, only to find that you don't have much production, it's very likely you have lots of one-tooth appointments on your books. If your schedule is full and you're booked out, but you're not reaching the production numbers that you want, it's very likely you're doing too much one-tooth dentistry. So hang with me for 10 minutes. I wanna help you adopt a mindset to be a multiple tooth dentist. First, recognize the value of your time and the cost of your staff and chair time. If you schedule an hour for a filling or for an extraction, sorry, that production is not gonna get you where you need to be. Especially, especially if you have terrible fees capped by PPOs and you're getting 175 bucks. You could double book two of these appointments together every hour of the day and have zero no-shows and you would produce $2,800. If you triple booked your schedule and you had zero no-shows and you saw 24 patients before any hygiene patients, you'd just be above 4K. And you know, I'd wager that your daily overhead costs are likely more than that. So unless you're doing endo or an implant for every appointment, your costs don't allow you to regularly treat just one tooth at a time. Now, of course, let's clear this up right up front there are patients that sometimes just have one tooth that needs treatment. Of course, for those patients, we'll do what they need and no more. But really, and this is my next point, it's much more common for there to be more than one tooth that needs treatment. In my experience, if a patient has decay, the plaque and the bacteria, they don't stick to one spot in the mouth. People either take care of their teeth or they don't. The disease process happens throughout the mouth, not in one spot. So if you treatment plan something for a deep interproximal cavity on number two or whatever, and you have nothing diagnosed anywhere else, that's a red flag and you should probably look harder in other areas because the same disease process is going throughout the mouth. A problem in one spot is a clue for you to find them in other areas. So minimize one tooth dentistry first by diagnosing more comprehensively. Be systematic in your exams, doing them the same way each time. Look at the base of the teeth, the grooves of the teeth, interproximal, 
worn teeth, occlusion, missing teeth. See more and you'll be able to help your patients and your practice by doing more. Even in limited exams where patients come in for one tooth, look around a great majority of the time. If one tooth has reached the point where it's hurting, then other teeth probably have issues as well. So the first box to check to reduce one tooth dentistry is just better diagnosis. Be more thorough in your comp and recall exams and broaden the scope of your limited exams. Next point, and this is probably the biggest issue, is just to stop scheduling one tooth at a time. I look at doctor schedules all the time and they're just full of one tooth dentistry. And then they complain about being booked out too far. As I mentioned earlier, four out of five appointments are scheduled for one tooth. This happens when the doctor shows patients individual teeth and then the hygienist or whoever gives the treatment plan gives them a plan with individual teeth broken down. And then the front desk is in the mindset to get the patient back and start treatment with the worst tooth. To stop doing this, we need to adopt the mindset that we want larger, longer, and more productive appointments where we fix all of the patient's problems at once. Or we fix the left side of the mouth one visit and then the right side of the mouth the next visit. Or at least quadrant dentistry. Many dentists, they don't like this because it's a lot of work. But it's better for our patients. Would you rather take off work multiple times and get numb multiple times and feel sore multiple appointments? Or would you rather take care of it in one or a couple appointments? So it's better for the patients and of course it's much better for your practice. Let's look at the work that goes into an appointment in its entirety from schedule to payment. Let's do a one tooth appointment first. Your front desk spends a few minutes scheduling the patient for this. Then a week or two later, your front desk is gonna spend a few minutes on the phone confirming the appointment or maybe rescheduling it. When the patient comes in, your front desk checks them in, takes a couple minutes, and your assistant spends five or 10 minutes setting up the room. You pay for the supplies and the materials for that appointment. So that all happens before you enter the picture. Then you go in and start your work. Let's say it takes five minutes to get them numb, five minutes to remove the decay, and then 15, 20 minutes to do, and then 15 or 20 minutes to place the filling. You finish, and then your assistant has five to 10 minutes to break down the room, bag the instruments. Your front desk spends another few minutes taking payment, checking out, rescheduling the next appointment. And then at the end of the day or the next day, your insurance coordinator is spending time on this same appointment, creating and sending claims later, posting claims, running checks. Oftentimes you may have to do an appeal or chase balances from that appointment. So that hour on your schedule, it took the doctor 25, 30 minutes. But there was a lot of time, a lot of busyness, and a lot of expense by staff before, during, and after the appointment. Now, instead of doing one tooth filling, let's say you block out a little longer. Let's say two hours, and you do a crown and a few fillings all on the same side. Your production has gone up multiple fold. And then, all the time spent by your front desk and assistants before, during, and after the appointment, that is the exact same. It hasn't gone up at all. Your setup and prep is the same, whether you do one filling or five. Your front desk scheduling, confirming, collecting, doing claims, running insurance, it's the same amount of time. And then of course, the patient is done and healthy without having to take multiple trips. So save your staff a lot of extra work. How do you start doing this better? Easy. After you show the patient their teeth with your intraoral pictures or a mirror, 
you don't say, I'd recommend we fix this tooth first. No. You say something like, to get your teeth healthy again, we're going to work on the right side of your mouth the first visit, and then we'll finish with the left side the next visit. Or if it's something that you could accomplish everything in a couple hours, just let them know. Hey, Mary, if you're serious and you really want to take care of this, we can schedule a special appointment for you where we take more time and just fix all these problem areas in one morning. If they don't want to do that, that's okay. But let them be the one to tell you and to bring it down. Asking these types of questions help underscore how important treatment is and a special appointment makes them feel special. This is also a great way to differentiate real quick the patients that are serious and those that don't really want to get stuff done. Doctors often tell patients what they have going on and how to fix it, but they rarely talk about scheduling or how to work the appointments with the patients. They just leave and let the front desk do that. We want the front desk to schedule the appointment and to collect everything, but when doctors go through exact steps, we will do XYZ on this first appointment and then we'll do XYZ and finish on the second appointment. It helps make for the patient the treatment plan, which is foreign and confusing, much more tangible and doable. So try it. Invite the patient to do more treatment per visit. Getting ready for this podcast, I reviewed my schedule from today. I saw that we did 24 fillings today. But the cool thing is, the 24 fillings were on four different patients. Three of those patients, we did all their fillings in one visit. And the fourth patient, we did a quad of fillings. Now, that's a lot of fillings. It might make you shudder a little bit thinking about it. Certainly not my favorite procedure, but it needed to be done. And the patients got everything fixed in one day rather than several. My staff's work was largely the same as if we did four fillings. And of course it was 10 times more productive to do it like this than to do it in 24 separate appointments. In the column next to these fillings, we had five denture starts, which we purposely schedule next to larger restorative appointments because those don't really take much of my time. And we did a couple single unit crowns and limited exams with extractions between those larger restorative appointments. Overall, it was a very productive day and we were able to help a lot of people get healthier. Cool thing is we did it doing simple general dentistry, nothing complex, but we had the mindset to do more procedures and less one tooth dentistry. There's nothing stopping you from having this production in your office as well. I will just add on all the examples I've mentioned so far are about restorative dentistry, but the same principle applies to other procedures as well. Limit one tooth dentistry, but also limit one quad perio. If a patient needs SRP, offer the patient the option to do a full mouth of SRP. If they have insurance, you do need to verify that the insurance doesn't deny four quads in a day. Some do that. So check, but otherwise it can make those appointments much more productive and save your patient a couple trips. For surgery, don't remove one tooth at a time. This is one of my things when patients need multiple extractions and they just want to get one tooth at a time. Health patients, it's much easier to just get out all the broken and infected teeth at once. You get shots one time, you have to take meds and recover one time. You won't be running the risk of having one of these teeth become infected on the weekend and you get sick. You'll be done and this will all be behind you in a half hour. The mindset is we're going to do more dentistry. Each appointment is easier for you 
and it's easier for us. So I'd recommend you look at your schedule the next week and count how many one tooth appointments you have booked. Do you have many? Maybe just a few? Either way, improve in this area. Diagnose more comprehensively and schedule appointments with more treatment. It will help your patients and your office. Reach out to us to connect Steve, Derek, Justin, or Matt at thelifestylepractice.com. We love hearing from you. With that, have a great week.